Welcome to Redeem Christian Church of God. We are reaching you live from Divine Favor Center, Bangkok, Thailand. ยินดีต้อนรับสู่คริสจักรแห่งการทรงไถ่คริสเตียนของพระเจ้าประเทศไทยสถานที่แห่งความโปรดปรานของพระเจ้าพระธรรมเทศนาในวันนี้มีขึ้นในกรุงเทพ Our topic today is grace is free. ก็คือวันนี้เราจะเรียนเกี่ยวกับเรื่องพระคุณเป็นของฟรีครับผม Well, haven't heard the topic. You may say there's nothing much to say. Everyone knows that grace is free. ก็คืออาจารย์บอกว่าเราได้ยินหัวข้อแล้วว่าพระคุณเป็นสิ่งที่เป็นฟรีครับผมคุณจะบอกว่าเราจะพูดอะไรอีกต่อครับ But do you really think that everyone knows that? แล้วก็คุณรู้ไหมว่าหลายคนก็ไม่รู้ว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้าเป็นของฟรีครับ Even you that thinks you know do you really are you really sure that you're convinced that it is completely free in your life ก็คือว่าคุณที่รู้ว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้าเป็นของฟรีนี่ก็คือว่าคุณรู้จริงจริงไหมว่าในทุกอย่างในชีวิตของท่านเป็นของฟรี How do you appropriate the grace of God upon your life แล้วก็ท่านก็ใช้พระคุณของพระเจ้าอย่างไรในชีวิตของท่าน The Lord will speak to us Himself in the mighty name of Jesus. Before we go into our text, I want to uh, uh, lay a foundation. About the grace of God. Before the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in human form to die for us on the cross. ก็ที่พระเยซูคริสต์เข้ามาในโลกในที่มาเสียชีวิตเพื่อชีวิตของพวกเราทั้งหลายครับ The grace of God has been in existence ก็คือว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้ามีอยู่แล้วครับ But it happens not to fall on everyone แล้วก็พระคุณของพระเจ้านี่มันไม่ใช่สำหรับทุกคนก่อนหน้านั้น It wasn't for all Specific people encountered the grace of God at a particular time. To start with, let's look at the book of Genesis chapter six, verse one. ไปดูในปฐุมกาลบทที่หข้อที่หนึ่งด้วยนะครับ Genesis chapter six verse one ปฐุมกาลบทที่หข้อที่หนึ่งด้วยนะครับ And anyone there, please read for us. มีใครเจอหรือยังขอให้หันให้เราด้วยครับ Sorry, Genesis chapter six, verse eight, not one. Patumakan buti ho kati pe duai nakab. Genesis chapter six, verse eight. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. What did that passage say? I don't think everyone is following. What did the passage say? That Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. If you read from verse one, there were so many people in the world as a den. But God singled out one man and showed him grace. Does it mean that every other person in the world then was living as a sinner? Or was already condemned? I want to believe no. But the special grace rested upon one man alone, out of them all. Which was Noah. 
That special grace will relocate every one of us today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at the book of Exodus chapter 33 verse 12. Exodus chapter 33 verse 12. If you're there, please read for us. Amen. Amen. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou seest unto me, bring up these people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Amen. 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 Please read for us 16 and 17 too. <laughs> for wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in thy is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. 17. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing, also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Who is the Lord talking to? Huh? Who is the word of the Lord talking to here? Who? He talked about Moses. And verse 16 talked about the children of Israel. We had so many other nations in the world then. But God singled out the nation of Israel. The Bible said that, that we may be separated from the people that are on the face of the earth. And God said, I will do this also. May God single you out for that grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's also look at the book of Judges chapter 16. Sorry, chapter 6. Let's read verse 17. This man was the least in his family and where he's coming from happens to be the least too. Chapter 6 verse 17. Who is there to read for us? And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then shew me a sign that thou talkest with me. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that we are all Bible scholars. Who is the Lord talking about here? Yes, sir. Gideon. The word of the Lord was talking about Gideon. He said, if I have found grace in thy sight. So the grace of God found him. Made him from nothing to a ruler. 
in the kingdom. That same grace will locate you and I today in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at our text for today. We're going to look at the book of Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 15. Remember we just established that the grace of God as had been before the coming of Christ appeared to specific people. It was not for all. But let's look at the turn in time. Titus chapter 2 verse 11 to 15. Who's there to read for us? Titus 2 11 to 15. 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly. In this present world, thirteen, looking for that blessed hope, and He and, and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Fourteen says, "Who gave Himself for us, that He might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto Himself a peculiar people, seal us of good works." Fifteen, these things speak and exhort, and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Titus 2 verse 11 says, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. This is the first of this this declaration in the scriptures that the grace of God that brought salvation to mankind is now for all. From our Bible reading we saw that the grace of God was free. It talked about the law having brought condemnation. But grace brought redemption. The grace which is by Christ Jesus. Everybody shout Jesus. My Savior. When, this was Lord, what he did on the cross of Calvary. Verse uh, 12 teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly laws, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. This passage shows us that grace has to do with a believer living a godly life in this present world. Now, what is grace? 
Last week we established that grace is the unmerited favor. That comes from God alone. Now, I would like to express grace in an acronym. Now, the first word on grace, can we spell grace together? Let's spell grace together, everybody. Grace. Grace. So the first word on grace is letter G. G stands for God. Uh, and it is that God freely gave grace to us. Let's look at the book of Romans chapter two, chapter five, verse sixteen and eighteen. Romans chapter five, verse sixteen and eighteen. Romans chapter five, verse sixteen and eighteen. Romans chapter five, verse sixteen and eighteen. 17. For he by one man offense, death reigned by one, much more, the which received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one. 18. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men unto justification of life. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It says, by one man, offenses came. But that by one man, by another man, grace came too. The offenses reigned to death. But grace reigns to life eternal. Through Jesus Christ. But this is where I am going. It says, verse 17 says, For if by one man offense, offense, for if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more the day which receive receive abundance of grace of, and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Now it says that to those that receive, we say that grace is free. God is not selling it to anyone. 
ก็คือพระเจ้าไม่ได้ขายให้ขายขาย But it is abundant upon all who will receive it พระเจ้าให้เยอะๆสำหรับคนที่จะได้รับพระคุณ So God is sharing His grace but it is up to you to receive ก็คือว่าพระเจ้าให้ความเลิศมันแต่เราก็เราจะได้รับไหม It is up to me to receive ก็คือว่ามันเกี่ยวกับเราว่าเราจะได้รับไหมครับ Have you received His grace เราได้รับพระคุณของพระเจ้าหรือยัง Or are you still wondering if you can have it or not ก็คือว่าหรือว่าคุณยังคิดอยู่ว่าคุณจะได้พระคุณของพระเจ้าหรือไม่ได้ May we all open our hearts to receive the grace of God in the mighty name of Jesus Amen The second letter is letter R. ก็ก็คือพยัญชนะที่สองก็คือพยัญชนะ R นาพัฒน์ It means restoration. ก็คือเป็นการฟื้นฟูนครับผม God freely restored. พระเจ้าฟื้นฟูครับผม Let's look at the book of Titus chapter 11. ใน Titus บทที่สองข้อที่สิบเอ็ดนะครับ It said that the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men. ก็คือว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้าที่นำความรอดมาสำหรับทุกคนด้วยครับ So God restored salvation. God restored the the uh, uh, relationship through His grace. ก็คือว่าพระเจ้านำให้เรามีความสัมพันธ์กับพระเจ้าอีกครั้งหนึ่งโดยพระคุณของพระเจ้า The next letter is letter A ก็คือว่าต่อไปก็คือพยัญชนะ A ครับ A means the ability to live ก็คือว่าเป็นความสามารถที่เราสามารถใช้ชีวิตได้ครับผม We've had G A R ก็คือ G แล้วก็ A แล้วก็ What is G ก็คือ G ก็คือพระเจ้าให้เบบ What is R ก็คือ R ก็คือว่าให้ฟื้นฟูเราเบบฟรี And what is A ก็ A ก็ The ability to live ก็คือว่าเป็นความสามารถที่เราสามารถดำเนินชีวิตได้ Titus chapter 2 verse 12a ใน Titus บทที่สองข้อที่สิบ 12a นะครับ It said teaching us That denying ungodliness and worldly lust. ก็คือว่าพระคุณจะสอนเราว่าให้เราใช้ชีวิตที่เบบของพระเจ้า Teaching us. กำลังสอนเราครับผม When you go to school, what do you go there to do? ก็คือเวลาเราไปโรงเรียนเราไปทำอะไรครับ You go there to learn, and after learning, what do you get? ก็คือเราจะได้อะไรจากที่เราเรียนเราจะมีความรู้ครับ Knowledge do to you. แล้วก็ความรู้จะทำให้เราทำอะไรครับ It gives you the ability to live, as in to explore, to do so many other things. ความรู้จะให้เราอำนาจแล้วก็จะให้เราความสามารถที่เราสามารถทำทุกอย่างได้ Now that's exactly what grace does in our lives as believers. อันนี้ก็คือสิ่งที่พระคุณของพระเจ้าก็ทำในชีวิตของพวกเรา Grace gives us the ability to live godly. ก็คือว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้าให้เราอำนาจที่เราจะใช้ชีวิตเบบพระเจ้าได้ครับผม The next letter is letter C. It means Christ-like. ก็คือว่าเป็นเหมือนพระเยซูคริสต์ครับผม Christ-like. ก็คือว่าเป็นเหมือนพระเยซูคริสต์ครับผม The first letter is G. It says God freely restored the ability to live Christ-like. ก็คือว่าพระเจ้าให้เบบฟรี
Let's look at the book of Titus, chapter 2, verse 12, C. Whoever is there, please read for us. The C part of verse 12. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly loss, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present in the present world. It says, teaching us to deny ungodliness. The sea said, We should, we should live soberly, righteously, and Godly. God freely restored the ability to live Christ-like in an evil world. Letter E is for evil world. Saint Titus chapter two verse twelve uh, B. It says, teaching us to deny ungodliness and worldly lust. She in this present world. That means this world is full of evil. But what is the part of a child of God? We ought to live like he who has chosen us. Who has saved us. Now we have no excuse. There's no excuse whatsoever for you to say, I have not received the grace of God or I cannot receive the grace of God. Because, because it is for free. You have no excuse to remain in sin because God has perfected the word of the work of salvation it doesn't matter where you are the ability to live righteously has been given to you and I for us to establish that this world is full of evil, let's look at the book of 1 John chapter 2. Please help us read verse 16 and 17. First John chapter two, verse sixteen and seventeen. Nung yon buti song koti sip hoftin sip jed naka. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Seven things is, and the world passed away and the lust thereof, but he that does the will of the Father, God abideth forever. Amen. Amen. God bless you, sir. He says that all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, what do you feed your eyes with? How do you allow your flesh? Do you allow the flesh control you? By the time your eyes see something, you covet it. Your flesh tells you you need it by all means. The pride of life. You are so full of yourself that you feel every other person is beneath you. You are so full of yourself that truth is far away from you. It says it's not of the Lord. That all these things will pass away. But he who will receive the grace of God will abide forever. The Lord will grant us his grace and we will receive it with an open arms so that we will abide with our God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to look at the grace of God at two levels. The first level is saving grace. The book of Titus chapter 2 verse 11 says that the grace of God that bringeth salvation, that brings salvation, has appeared to all men. And let's look at the book of Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. If you're there, you For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. It says, by grace are ye saved. Not by my power. Neither is it by yours. But it is the power of God. It is the free gift of God. So we cannot boast of our ability to live righteous. 
If we are boasting, we have to boast it in the Lord. Let that person that has received the grace of God shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. This grace that we're talking about which is the great the saving grace is the grace that brings sinners in contact with the redemptive power of the cross it's the grace that connects man at his natural state to the righteous God. That makes the, 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 the redemptive power of the cross to rest upon man. There's no other way that man can be saved. There's nothing that removes sin. It is only by God's grace. And I see this grace as a double grace. For if we are to be paid according to our works, all of us will be doomed. But God multiplied his grace upon us. That today we can boast that we are sons and daughters of God. If you are a child of God, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It is the grace that exposes a criminal to the undeserved love of the greatest savior. Let's look at the book of 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 15 and 16. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15 and 16. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. 16 says, Howbeit for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Jesus Christ might shew forth all longsuffering for a pattern of to them we should hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Amen. Praise the Lord. If we all are conversant with the story of Paul, why did he say, I am the chief? Chief of what? The chief, he said that he is the chief of sinners. Paul committed so much atrocities. Paul 
We know him as a murderer. We know him as a killer. In fact, that was his job. But the day he encountered Christ, Instead of being condemned to death, God turned him. God turned him into a savior. The grace of God upon his life brought salvation to we the Gentiles. And brought us into God's perfect plan and purpose. This grace transforms a sinner into a saint by convicting us of our sins. A natural man is ever defensive. If you ask someone who stole, or if you catch a thief, he always have excuse for doing that. If you catch a liar, he or she always have excuse for doing that. If you catch an offender, even though you're holding him red-handed, they have excuses for doing that. Rarely will you see a man admit to his fault. But this grace we are talking about, which is the saving grace, convinces us of our sins. It convicts us and shows us the fact that we are dirty and rotten. But the good thing about it is that it does not condemn us. It does not nail us. After convicting us, it exposes us to the love of Christ. Let's look at the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 24. Romans 7 24 and 25. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? 25. I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind I, I myself serve, the law of God, but with the flesh, the law of sin. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The acronym for grace once again says that God freely restored the ability to live Christ-like in an evil world. 
ก็กลัวพระเจ้าให้แบบฟรีความสามารถที่เราสามารถใช้ชีวิตแบบอิสระได้ในเหมือนพระเยซูคริสต์ในโลกที่มีความชั่วหลายนี่ครับ Paul realized this นี่บาปาโลก็And declared how helpless he was. But that Christ brought the grace to overcome the body of sin. But then he says that by God's grace, which is by the double grace of God upon him, he can serve the law of God. ก็คือว่าโดยพระคุณของพระเยซูคริสต์ก็บอกก็คืออาจารย์พาโลก็สามารถนับถิ่นพระเจ้าได้ We might it says the the grace this grace transform a sinner into a saint by convicting us of our sins no matter how great that sin is no matter how dirty it is no matter how self righteous we think ก็คือว่าพระคุณของพระเจ้านี่นำคนที่เป็นคนบาปเป็นคนชอบธรรม Oh I don't tell lies ก็คือคุณไม่โขครับผม Oh I don't steal คุณไม่ขโมยครับผม I have not committed fornication ก็คือคุณไม่ได้ทำผิดประเพณีครับผม Aren't you harboring hatred ก็คือคุณเป็นคนที่เกลียดคนอื่นไหม I used to be like that ก็คือเธอก็เราเคยเป็นแบบนั้นครับผม I Used to, I don't lie, I don't steal. But I had hatred. I had unforgiveness. Until I came encounter with this grace. It exposed. Exposed me to how unrighteous I was. I was quick to condemn everyone. But I realized that I am not better than anyone. By His grace, this brought me down to my knees. And I opened my arms to receive this grace. It says that it exposes us to the love of Christ. The Bible, the Bible says in John chapter 3 verse 16. Can we recite it together? Every one of us. The Bible to John 3.16. Let's recite after the count of one. One, go. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What does that passage speak to you as you recited it? What did it speak to your life? Do you realize how great the work that Christ did on the cross of Calvary? Do you realize that it is not supposed to be a waste in your life and in my life? 
Do you realize that he was hung on the cross of Calvary to suffer shame that we might receive his glory? This brings us to the second level of grace. And this talks about the sustaining grace of God. Level one is a saving grace. We have such a gracious father. Who will not go into the river and sees a drowning man, pull him out and let him go. Showing us how to uh, overcome next time. The father we have is such a father that after bringing us out of the pool of sin, he teaches us to remain righteous. One more time, can we say the acronym for grace, everyone? What is letter G? Grace. What is letter R? What is letter A? And what is letter E? God freely restores the ability to live Christ-like. When one is living Christ-like, it means that you did not receive salvation and remain at the point of salvation. A week ago, we looked at righteousness as a lifestyle. If you do not attend Sunday school, you are missing a lot. So the grace of God gives us the ability to live righteously. The ability to the, uh, gives us the privilege of sonship and daughtership. Makes us sons and daughters of God. So every privilege that a son or a daughter has, we have it in Christ. John chapter 1 verse 12. He said, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. This scripture exposes us to 
Romans chapter, chapter uh, 5, verse 16. We say that today, to those who receive, Sip hope. So, so it, uh, it brings us in, uh, it reconciles that Bible passage that the grace of God is free, it is upon, it has appeared to everyone, but it is he who receives it that it rests upon. And a son does not cease being a son. So God grants us the grace to remain his sons and daughters. Have you received that grace? Have you first of all received his saving grace? Is the work on the cross of Calvary perfected in your life? Do you, do you live an I don't care life? Do you live it doesn't matter? Whatsoever I do does not matter. Our pastor while preaching last week made us to know that there's nothing like it doesn't matter with God. It matters. You cannot say you have received the grace of God for salvation and therefore you remain in your sin. That's why the book of Romans, chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. God gave us the ability to live Christ-like freely in this present world. Romans, chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Three. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized unto Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Amen. Praise the Lord. Can um, you read verse 11, please? I likewise reckon you, ye also yourselves, to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are that person that this grace will help to live righteously, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. It shall be so in your life and my life in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This passage is in continuation with chapter 5. Five talked about how grace, how uh, special and how freely this grace has been given unto us. 
And that where sin much, much abide, much more abound, that where sin abide, grace much more abound. But would we say that because we are in, in we are living in an evil world, therefore we have not no no uh, uh, excuse sorry, we have no power to overcome sin. If I'm in Rome, I will behave, behave like the Romans. If I'm among sinners, I will behave like them. Shall we remain in sin that grace may abound? Clearing the ground that no, you cannot as a child of God. That the ability to live godly, Christ-like in this evil world has been bestowed upon you. And this ability is teaching us as children of God to deny ungodliness. But embrace Christ. That's why 11, verse 11 says, Likewise reckon ye also yourself to be dead indeed unto sin. As in, show yourself to be dead to sin. But alive unto God through Christ Jesus our Lord. Let's look at the book of Titus chapter 2. Verse. 11 and 13. 11 to th sorry, 12 to 13. Teaching us, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. Hallelujah. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our salvation and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you, sir. It says, teaching us that denying ungodliness. Verse 13 says, looking for that blessed hope. When we embrace this grace, and we go by the teachings of it. As in, we put in practice that which we have learned in the school of grace. Which is denying ungodliness. And then living godly, living Christ-like. In this world, the grace shall abound for us in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's look at the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 
And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. 32. And the multitude of them that believed were of one earth and of one soul, neither said any of them that ought to the heart of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things in common. 33. And with great power gave the apostles witness of resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Once a man is saved, the power to live godly is bestowed upon that person. So if you're sure of your salvation, you have the power to live godly. Once that power is bestowed on you, if truly you have received it, you don't keep quiet about it. This was what we saw in the life of the early disciples. But the Bible says in verse 33 that therefore being by the right hand of God exalted. It says having and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost and had shared forth this which And with great power gave the apostle witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Amen. This passage tells us that when we share the, grace, the gospel of Christ, when you have received that saving grace and you are sure of it, you become so excited that you want to share it with every other person around you. And this multiplies the grace of God upon every believer. Preaching the gospel of Christ. Many people have not heard of it. But God in this dispensation has made it easy for us to share. Uh, Instead of spending time on the internet doing things that are not relevant, take that time to reach out the gospel to the unreached. Internet. 
Let's look at the book of Romans chapter 5 verse 17. Remember we are talking about the sustaining grace. Romans chapter 5 verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more the which received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. It says those who receive abundant grace, double grace, magnified grace of the gift of righteousness, which is Christ, shall reign in life by one, which is Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you're that person that will reign in life through Christ Jesus, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Maybe you don't understand. Who reigns? Who reigns? It is a king that reigns. So if we must reign in Christ, it's therefore telling us that we are kings and queens. Verse 20 and 21 says, Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abound, grace much more abound. We have double grace. That as sin had reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life. Today the grace of God will not be in vain in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This grace separates a person. That the person has, yes, I am saved. But this grace separates you from every other person. And makes you stand out. Like we saw in Exodus chapter 33 verse 12 to 17. The, uh, Moses said that, that we might be separated from the nations. As a peculiar people. First Peter chapter 2 says that we are a peculiar people. A royal priesthood. In conclusion, I will want to read the words, the lyrics of the song that the choir rendered. Uh, he says, Yes, I spent in vanity and pride. 
Pardon, which is the double grace was multiplied to me. Every sinner is always feeling condemned. But at Calvary, we found liberty. Liberty to live godly. By God's word, my sins I learned. Then I trembled at his, at the Lord I spawned. Till my guilty soul imploring turned to Calvary. Now, it is our turn to give to Jesus everything. Jesus, Jesus gave us all. Is this words, are these words speaking to your heart? Today is a day of salvation. Harden not your heart to eat. You never can tell what the next minute is. You may go out of here and you may not return again. Death may come knocking. Are you carefree about your life? There is a day of reckoning. The double grace of God is available today. His love that drew salvation plan is here today. That grace that brought it down to man is here today. God has closed the gulf between us and him. In that why we were yet sinner, Christ died for us. Take a rethink and consider your ways. And begin to go to the Lord in prayers. Go to him in prayers. You know yourself, I know myself. Are you standing right? Are you saying it doesn't matter? It matters before God. Let this month of double grace not leave you without grace. Let us pray. Let us pray. Cry unto the Lord that double grace will rest upon you.
และท่านสามารถร่วมกับเราได้ผ่านทางช่องทางโซเชียลต่างๆอาทิเช่น Facebook, Twitter, YouTube และ Instagram เมื่อท่านร่วมกับเราขอพระเจ้าทรงอวยพรอาเมน You can connect with us on the following social media platform Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and Instagram God bless you as you worship with us